Welcome back to the Excel in Retirement show. This is show number 19, and we are tickled and excited to have you joining us. My name is David Treese, and I am a financial advisor located in Spartanburg, South Carolina, but we work with clients all over. My goal with this show is to distill a couple financial planning ideas that could help you excel in retirement. So thank you for listening, and you can always reach out to me with questions, comments, or sarcastic remarks at 864-618-4800. Next week will be our 20th episode, and I am very excited to announce that we'll be having our first guest on the show. His name's Sari Ibrahim, and he's a financial services professional. He will join us to discuss the infinite banking concept and how it can be used for real estate investing and other business ventures and, and funding, and he'll discuss some of the tax advantages to this concept. So I'm very excited to have our first guest next week. I hope you'll join us for that show. If you'd like to be the first to know about our announcements and what we're doing and get content that we don't always share on the show and get notifications every time a new show is released, head on over to our website at clientsexcel.com forward slash podcast or just look for the podcast tab up at the top of our website. Right there at the top, though, of that page, you'll find where you can put your name and email in And we'll make sure you get an email each week every time a show is released. Now, on to today's topic. There are some things in life you need a professional to help you with. Tom Hegna, he's the author of Paychecks and Playchecks and an economist. He asked people, you don't do your own dental work in your garage, do you? Of course not. Financial planning is another one of those things. The things we're going to talk about on this show are not things you can really do on your own. You'll need someone to come alongside you to assist you. But I'll concede, if you do your own dental work in your garage, I'll concede you don't need any help. Mark Zuckerberg, the founder of Facebook, saw his wealth drastically increase, increase with each time he sold a sliver of his company. He became many times more wealthy as a result of giving up some control. We see this oftentimes when people bring in others to help them in their businesses. Let's say they offer a stake in the business and ask someone to come in to help them take it to the next level. And this new uh, partner helps them take it to the next level. And then the, the first guy ultimately comes more wealthy as a result. This principle is apparent in many aspects of life. When we give up a little bit of control over things we're trying to maybe micromanage on our own, oftentimes we can have rapid growth and expansion and your finances are no different, really. Chris Hogan, you may have heard of him on the Dave Ramsey show. He works with him and he's often on his show. He published a short list of why it's a good idea to work with a financial advisor. And here's his five reasons. Because they keep you on track with your investing plan, number one. Because they do more than invest your money, number two. And because even the pros need help, number three. And because you don't have time. And number five, because you're an emotional creature. And we could tease all of those out, but that's a pretty doggone good list right there of reasons why it's important to work with a financial advisor. Yeah, you could buy some stocks, bonds, or even mutual funds on your own. But if that's your thing, I would treat it like a project car that sits in the garage. You may go out to the garage after dinner and tinker with it, or you may work on your hot ride on the weekends, 
but your hobby car isn't the one you drive to work and it's not the one you have standing by in case of an emergency. No, you have a tried and true car that you know will crank up when you get in it, right? That's the kind of financial plan you want to have also. One that you know will be ready when you need cash or an unfortunate event happens in your life or maybe some unexpected uh, expense comes up. You know that your financial plan will not crumble and crack at the first time it experiences some stress. One tool, but it's definitely not the only tool that we use in our uh, firm, are fixed annuities. We've talked about these financial planning tools in past episodes, but I want to explain how annuities differ. Not all annuities are the same. And let's briefly summarize the different types to give you context. The first category are fixed annuities. They pay a specified rate for a specified number of years. They are like CDs, but from an insurance company. Nothing too complex about them, really. They usually pay better than bank CDs, but the returns typically are nothing to get overly excited about. Also, there are single premium. You make one payment into it, and it creates an income stream for the rest of your life. The risk with this is if you die too early, you may give up that uh, money that was left in there. But if you live a long life, you'll win. Using this in conjunction with life insurance can be beneficial, but we rarely use this technique. Then you have variable annuities. In my opinion, they are the most complicated annuities there are. They usually have fees. It may be 2 to 5% in fees. Your money is in the stock market, and you can lose money. And they've got various different layers to them that add to the complexity. The next category is fixed indexed annuities. Sometimes these are called equity indexed annuities also. But there are a couple different kinds of fixed indexed annuities. And like everything, different types have evolved to meet different financial planning needs over the years. Have you ever watched those old videos of people playing basketball? They had Converse light shoe on probably. I'm talking years ago. If you watched people running track and field events during that era, they were probably wearing a similar shoe as the basketball player. That's all there was to wear, right? But now a track and field athlete may have a sprinting shoe, a racing shoe, and a training shoe. Basically a different shoe for any different activity they were training for. And then the basketball players have their own specific shoe also. Well, now there are income annuities and there are accumulation annuities. Annuities have evolved in the same way. Uh, When it comes to fixed index annuities, I, I break them down into two categories. But of course, they may, there may be some overlap with these, but generally speaking, there's two different types of fixed indexed annuities. If a person thought, I have enough money that I don't think I'll ever run out of money in my lifetime, why do I need an annuity? We spoke on show 15 about using fixed indexed annuities for the bond portion of your portfolio. You may have heard about the 60-40 rule before, 60% of your money in equities and 40% in bonds. Most advisors out there will call that a balanced portfolio, and you'll find find plenty of stuff on the internet about balanced portfolios and the 60-40 rule. The problem with this, though, is interest rates have been so low for so long, and the Fed chair stated recently that interest rates won't be going up anytime soon. 
So bonds are going to produce a very small return. And you must remember, you can actually lose money when you're invested in bonds. Back in 1994, a financial advisor named William Bingen came up with the 4% rule. If you, re- if you withdraw 4% of your portfolio balance, it would last 30 years, he said. Well, around that same period, a five-year treasury was paying 7.42%. We're talking the mid-90s. A five-year treasury was paying 7.42%. As of this month, the five-year treasury is paying around 0.30%. So from 7.42 to today's, it's at 0.30%. Bingen's rule doesn't work for a balanced portfolio anymore. Times have changed, folks. Many people have more risk in their portfolio than they really should because they're seeking to compensate for the lousy bond returns. And some people have abandoned bonds altogether. But why not give up the bonds altogether anyway? Uh, That's what I would assert. You can put in an accumulation-focused fixed indexed annuity, and your outcome may be better. Get this. With a fixed annuity, you have zero risk of losing your money. Yeah, bonds are low risk, but you'll eliminate it altogether with this strategy. The first type of fixed index annuity that we'll talk about here are accumulation-focused fixed indexed annuities. Now, they don't guarantee a rate of return. But you're participating in the growth of an index, but you're not invested directly in the stock market. So you cannot lose money if the market goes down. If the market goes up, you may earn a return. This was key. You are not directly invested in the stock market, but you're participating in the growth of the stock market. So you can't lose money. If the market goes up, you may earn a return. But if the market goes down, you don't earn anything and you don't lose anything. These type of annuities are set up to return. Typically, in my experience, what I've observed is about 5% per year. Sometimes they will do much better than that. But if we can get a 5% average, we're doing very good here. They are at times, uh, they, they can at times return double digit returns. Now, I've seen that, but compare 5 or 6% and no risk to the 0.30% for some bonds, and uh, this knocks its socks off, right? There should be no fees for this type of account either. They typically have zero fees. 100% of your money goes to work for you as soon as you begin this type of contract. Annuity companies ask, though, that you work with them for a given period of time. It may be five, six, seven, or even 10 years. Remember, they're assuming all the risk while guaranteeing you to never lose money. But to keep you happy, they have to earn a return for you also. And so they're investing the money in long-term bonds and options. That's what they're doing with your money when you put it in a fixed indexed annuity. Options are sophisticated securities contracts that allow the buyer or holder to buy or sell securities based on a certain criteria. And I could do a whole show based on options, but that's not the point here today. Oftentimes, clients will ask what the insurance is doing with my money, and this is the answer. But they need a period of time to work with your money in order to make it a worthwhile endeavor for you and for the insurance company. Now, the next type of fixed indexed annuity are income-focused annuities. 
And here are the details on these. Many of them can guarantee an income for the rest of your life, even if your money is spent and you live a really, really long life, the annuity company will keep paying you. Insurance companies are the only types of companies that can do this. If you were invested in stocks and you wanted to eventually uh, use your money to live on, you would run out of money if you started uh, selling stocks to fund your lifestyle. So how do they do this? How do the insurance companies do this? On accumulation annuities, you have just one value. It's called the contract value. That's what, that's what the contract uh, that you hold from the insurance company is worth. With the income annuities, you have a contract value and you have what's called an income account value. So your contract value is participating in the growth of the market, but you're not in it. But you're not going to make as much in the contract value as you would with the previous type, the accumulation annuities. Why? Well, the insurance company is providing you with more guarantees and two values. And that comes with a cost to the insurance company, at least internally for you. So let's tease this out a little bit more. Some income riders will grow at four, five, six percent, and sometimes you may find them even growing at seven percent. So every year, no matter what's going on, your income account value will be credited with four percent. The next year, four percent. The next year, four percent. Typically, the insurance guarantees this to grow like this for 10 to 15 years, maybe. And a pen and paper may be handy so you can visualize this, but let's just use an easy number, $100,000. Your income account value grows at 4%. So after 12 months, you would have $104,000, right? Good income riders use compound interest. You will find some that use simple interest, but we want to look for one with compound interest. The next year, you'd have 108 160 The next year, another 4%, so you'd have 112486 so you may say, I want to turn on income. So the insurance company will begin sending you a check off of that 112486 for the rest of your life. This amount will be based on your age, and typically you can start income, you or excuse me, you can't start income until you're over 50 or maybe 55. It depends on the insurance company. And they have different payout factors. They can often elect to pay you just for your lifetime, or they can elect to pay you for you and your spouse's lifetime. There's typically a small fee for these riders that range from 0.075, so 75 basis points, to 1.5%. Uh, that's typically the range of what they cost on the account. That's typically the only fee on these type of accounts. These can be a great thing, and they can be used to create a stronger income base. Think of Social Security as your income floor. You may get $1,500 a month in Social Security, then you add another $1,000 with, with an income uh, rider annuity, and you have, another, you have an income base floor of $2,500 for the rest of your life. And so the Wall Street Journal had an article a while back, and I'll link to it in the show notes, that said the secret to a happier retirement is friends, neighbors, and a fixed annuity. With less and less people having a pension, I hear different stats, but it's, it's less than a quarter of the population, probably closer to about 10%, have pensions anymore. An annuity can be a really beneficial tool and provide a pension-like income for the rest of your life. But again, 
We're not talking about placing all of your assets in a fixed indexed annuity. No. Some market exposure will allow you to grow your nest egg and help you keep up with inflation. But important things, both are important things, and annuities are a tool that have a much greater benefits than using a traditional bond allocation. That's the point here. Annuities are a tool that have much greater benefits than using a traditional bond allocation, that balanced 60-40 uh, bond allocation. Unless something drastically changes in the interest rate realm, I don't expect this will change anytime soon. So that's our show for today where we've talked about accumulation annuities and income annuities and their differences. I appreciate you listening and don't forget, next week our first guest, Sari Ibrahim, and he'll discuss the infinite banking concept and how it can be used to finance real estate and other business ventures and its tax advantages. We'll see you then. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Clients Excel are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Any reference to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the insuring carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It's not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet particular needs of an individual situation. Clients Excel is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Clients Excel. The use of logos and or trademarks of podcast hosting sites are the property of their respective owners and are not an endorsement by those owners of our firm or our program.